Yeah, what up, right? baby? Superstar, what up? Yes, sir. What's good, bro? Good to see you. How you doing, man? All love, bro. Yes, sir. You look good, man. Why you coming with the Kanye mask, man? Got it to our brother, Kanye. You got to put it on, dog. There we go. Jeez. Yeah, we gotta get the picture with that. You yeah, in the middle, though. Like superhero. So, cause you know when we got to fight at practice, right? We gotta read. We gotta redo the fight, the practice this fight picture, though. So you gotta turn this way. What yeah, happened? You like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get. You gotta start laughing. Yeah, yeah, that's my dog. No. Yeah, yeah, we good. Yeah, we good, dog. Hold up. Limitless. Biggest in the cap, pinning it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Nigga, send me cap in it. I thought they here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. What up, man? Special edition of the pivot. You know how we do it. We talk about people that make different moves, moves that people aren't always necessarily comfortable with. Got my dog Freaky Freddy here, Channing, and we got AB. Business is always booming, but I think what I need people to know first off is obviously us two sitting together, something people wanted for years. But on the other side of this, this isn't about publicity. You ain't getting paid to be here. It's on the strength of relationships with people like Floyd and Alicia and different things. So I think people need to know this isn't about publicity. Like that's not why, that's not why we're sitting here. But from a situation of, of you and I, I don't think people really know how we started. We started in a situation where you were my friend. I was an older guy on the team. Uh, you had Lil A.B. with you. And the way that I saw you, the way that my family saw you, especially Jordan, my wife was, so you was dang their uncle A.B., even though you were young. Obviously things went a different route. And so what I wanna say from the beginning is, I should have reached out to you. When I felt a certain way, whether it was when I was leaving and you said I spoke about people smoking weed and you felt some type of way, at that time, instead of attacking you, I should have called you and said, hey man, like I ain't really appreciate what you said, where is it coming from? Um, also on the other side of that, as things got along and you started to have your issues in Pittsburgh and I came out and spoke, I should have talked to you then as well. They both know, I've said that on this show before, yeah. that I should have been better as an OG and, and been better in, in the way that I dealt with you. And so I wanted to get that out um, and clear Why didn't you reach out to my man? That's that's the little brother, man. Why didn't you reach out to him? You know what? I'll be honest. You know, at the time, like I truly didn't understand it. Anything I ever felt about him, I always kept to myself. And you know how this world worked. This world is dirty. When they understood that we had an issue, people would call me constantly. A B did this. A B did that. A B didn't pay this person. A B didn't do this. And my answer to them all the time was that ain't got nothing to do with football. Because in my heart, no matter what was going on with his outside life, if it didn't pertain to football, it wasn't for the world to know. And I wasn't gonna report that on the strength of us. But when it, when it involved football, I felt like it was my job. And you know, but then we get to a point, and this is when I really realized that it reached a point where I needed to pull back, is he shoots me a text and he's like, man, whenever I see you, it's on site. <laughs> and y'all been around me long enough. Yeah, I was like, yeah, boy. That's, that's the Liberty City. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the first, I'm, well, I'm from New Orleans. And the first right. thing I said is, I run said, it. you got a jet. You know, I work out. You got to run it. How did you feel about all those situations? Before you answer, AB, is this a formal apology? No, I'm, I'm formally apologizing. Absolutely. I just wanted to get that Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Now, Ryan always been, you know, one of my favorite safeties. You know, he's an alpha male. And as soon as I got to the team as a young player, you know, he attracted me. You know, I think 
You know, seven on seven, I get catching a couple passes. He was the type of guy who'll come over and be like, yo, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'll fuck you up. So he was always that older guy who brought the energy. And, you know, I think I seen him later in his career. You know, I was becoming a young player, transitioning to that second contract. And, you know, when you could transition to the second contract, depending on the state of the team, you know, you could get a little jealousy from the other guys, you know, because I was a third-year player. I was young. The team didn't even know that I was going to get an extension on the contract. Everyone thought Mike Wallace was going to get the contract. So when I get to camp, we already that year, 2012, we had the worst team ever. And for still of history, like, we didn't have no unity, no camaraderie, uh, no fellowship, no brothership. And like, our leaders, like, in training camp, even, like, guys like Troy Palomaro would get in fights. Right. Like, so we didn't have no unity. And then all of a sudden, we went from a team that thought one guy was going to be the guy, and I'm the guy who get in five years, 42 million. And, you know, Ryan always been my friend since the day one. And it's like, now I become a marked man from the team because I'm the young player who technically getting the most money now. So in essence, you know, I've always been a young player that, you know, bring a lot of energy to the field. So on the field, me and RC always get into it, but it never be him. It always be someone else. And they'll get back to him. You know, he's the safety. He's like the quarterback for the defense. So I never really had a personal problem with him. It would just always be someone else. And he had to be the guy who helped that person. But bro, so, but bro, why why getting your money? Why getting 42? Yeah. Everybody get paid. Why getting why why you getting money was a problem because everybody gonna get paid. But RC would tell you it was a problem because the state of the team. You know, we had a lot of different contract situations, a lot of things that the players thought would have happened, and it didn't go that way. It went to the sense where I became the guy in the sense, you know what I mean, of everyone didn't know. So in the midst of being the guy, you know, you were a marked man. You know, you come to practice. You know, I'm a young player. Like I said, I'm on my third year. I'm a six-round pick. The Steelers never really pay a guy after two years, so it was kind of unprecedented. And then when I'm peeing the guy, I'm, I'm a young guy now. I'm peeing the guys like Ike Taylor. You know, these guys 12 years. You know, I got a lot of energy in the field. So, you know, when you get that deal, you a marked man. You know, older guys feel like, you know, it's a certain level of humble you got to be. Yeah. You know, if they feel like practice, if they push you, holding a little extra, you should be able to deal with it. And at that point when I got the deal, you know, I was already hungry for being a sixth round and be like trying to be an overachiever in the team. I feel like they wasn't helping me fulfilling my potential in regards to what I could do. So guys like Warren Clark used to like, man, I'm telling you, man, this kid, like he used to believe in me, you know? So when I became the guy, you know, I still held those feelings where God treated me wrong. Like, you know, did a little rookie shit to me, you know. Had to sing your songs and. Yeah, you know, fill my car with popcorn, you know. Little petty shit, like Ben Barnesenberger won't throw me to pass, like on purpose in practice. Or if I come down the hill, a little extra, I may not get the pass today. You know, so a lot of the things that was built up and when I got the money, you know, other guys wanted to do extra stuff and I wasn't taking no extra. So one time man, I had an all out brawl, you know, doing practice. The guy, you know, one of the guys I love, we had an all out fight, you know, he, you know, bleeding and after practice was more fight. And then RC, you know what I'm saying? He the quarterback of the team. So we're like, always we get into it, but we never really have a problem. The thing I do want to put out there though, and you know, we talk about this guy a lot. Defensively, we had unity. Offensively was where the issue was. But that was also why AB was always fighting, 
right? Because Troy Palomalu is the greatest human I've ever been around, right? And so if he gets to a point where he's there, then you know it's a real issue. And, you know, he got his deal, and he was. Like, everything he's saying about who he was, he was. He was brash. He didn't take no stuff. Like, if you came at him, he came back at you. And that was why I never had a public problem with it, yeah. right? Because everything that he felt, all the things that he did, made him the best number 84 he could possibly be. And I understood that. Like, our thing was, now since you are the guy, now since you earned the money, fall in line and help the Troy Palomalus, the Ryan Clarks, the Ike Taylors, make sure this team is where it needs to be. And so when we felt like that wasn't happening, that was the issue. And it wasn't even just about me being the safety. It's like if you go at LeBeau, you go at Ike, you go at Troy, you go at me. Like, I want to ring. I want to ring with these dudes. I've been to Super Bowls with these dudes. And what was crazy is I knew he was getting this deal before he did. Mike T told me, he said, we're going to offer this to Mike Wallace. And if Mike Wallace doesn't take it, we're going to sign A.B. And at the time, this dude was coming off two years. Pro Bowl as a, a returner, a receiver with 1,200 in the, like, damn near the second half. And I'll be honest, I'll say this publicly, and I said it on TV. I said, if y'all don't talk to him and tell him what that means at this age with the way he is, I was like, y'all are going to create a monster. Well, why would he have to fall in line with what y'all want? I guess I'm defending AB, yeah, no. but bro, yeah. no, but why that's you gotta that's fall in line because everybody fell in line. That's, that's what it comes down to when you a young guy and you get money, yeah. and you ain't taking what they saying. They need like guys like him to tell me, AB, you gotta go about it this way. But that's what his job was. That's why that's not who Ryan is as a person. When I needed a place to work out as a rookie, hey Ryan, I'm saying he set me up with a workout. When I can't play for the game and the, and the doctor coming from international Canada, Ryan, man, my ankle fucked up. Yo, I got the lady on room, what you call it? When Thursday, when Lisa come with the needles, Ryan, man, I pay for ABS at my crib Thursday. So it never was a problem with him, but he wanted leaders on the team. And I done been through so much, and I'm like, now nah, I'm the leader. And they ain't really understanding how my leadership is. And I'm like, all right, you right here, I'm right here. So wherever we meet at, we just gonna meet right here, and, and we gonna deal with it. Yeah. And it always to be like that. And then you have to be like that, because it's a football team. It's about unity. It's about us working together. So it was already a, a lot of conflict with our team. But me and Ryan never had a problem. It's a media problem. He's a professional. I remember one time his last year playing, he told me in the training room, you know, training camp be the hardest time. You know that. So training camp, we in the room. He's like, you know what, man? When I become a, a broadcaster, he's like, man, I'm going to say everything. I don't give a f about nobody. <laughs> you know, but he was at that point in his career where they had made him to the point where like, man, you know what? I, I love this guy right here, man. I seen this guy play with torn biceps. I seen this guy camaraderie defense to prevent like winning cultures. Yeah. So it wasn't never intentionally with him. It was just our jobs, you know. Do you think most of it, if you look at the Steelers historically, right? Yeah. They talk, they only talk about the steel curtain. Mm -hmm. Then you sprinkle in Heinz uh, Ward, mm -hmm. right? Bettis. Jerome Bettis. Offensively, you got, you know, you go back in the day, they talk about Lynn, they talk about Stallworth, Terry Bradshaw. Right, but Franco. it's not a ton of players. Do you think the animosity stemmed from, you know, when you look at modern times, you've been the best thing in Steelers history, you know, in the last 20 years? For six years, statistically, you were the greatest wide receiver that's ever, ever lived. Ever. So do you think some of the animosity stemmed from the defense is saying, this is us? This is what still a history is. But here you have a rookie 
you know, not a rookie, but a, a young player, young player that you're coming in and you're shining. And what you're doing is way above what the defense is being recognized for. Do you think some of the animosity stemmed from what you were doing? I mean, the Steelers is based on a lot of great individual players, but the championships come from the camaraderie and the fellowship of the uni other players win. And, you know, I was a part of the team in 2010 when we went to the Super Bowl, when we went to the Dit LeBeau Hall of Fame speech as a, as a unit, when the defense all wore his jersey, Larry Foote and the guys, you know, mm -hmm. to show him that love. And we just ain't had that type of camaraderie, you know, on the, on the track of the course of the career. It was always some friction in regards to what was going on other than the higher purpose of winning. And I think a lot of Steelers players, older players, you know, they, their career didn't really go well how they exited out. You know, a lot of marquee franchise players, you know, so, I mean, it still is a prestigious organization, but they win when the camaraderie and the unity is there. And, you know, my time there, you know, it was the greatest time playing football statistically and uh, living out the NFL dreams. But, you know, you go to those type of programs to win. You know, Ryan Clark experienced that a couple of times. You know, the number one defense. But you, you did yeah. some stuff that's never been done before in NFL history. And I remember us training together, you know, so it's always good to see you, bro. But just to see a young, attentive, humble, hardworking young man who just wanted to be the best. You talked about it. You said, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do numbers, you know, but you put in the work to back it up. Guys say that but typically they don't always put in the work to match that, that passion, right? And you set goals early on. And, uh, and I commend you for that. I always tip my hat off for that. And when people ask me, what's up with AB? I always go back to that first and foremost. And I always say AB is calculated in everything that he does. He's smart, he's resilient. He's always been a hard worker in my eyes. So uh, I just want to give you those flowers, man, always. Uh, Cause I, I fight for you. Shut the f up, bro. <laughs> bro every what? show you do this you though. Nah, this, nah, this is my dog. Hey, nah. That's Fred Teller. Right there. Nah, that's Fred Teller right there, man. Yeah. He one of the iconic people running back all time. You know what I'm saying? Workload and lucidity. You see what I'm saying? Jot was like you know history. So like. You know what it you know, is. You don't take it for granted, you know. You know what it is. But, but, but let me let me big up you. I just want to give him this. Nah, nah, but but Fred, not everybody can say that because grown alpha males don't like to say that. Instead That's of true. Ryan Clark saying, you know what, young boy, you kind of cold. He said, bro, I'm gonna knock you the f out if you do. I'm like, bro, what are you talking <laughs> about? But here's the thing: is this, RC though, don't want to give. Never, you ain't give no, me. No, I'll be honest. It was first off, I always backed him. Yeah. But the thing is, too, once we get on that grass, when you get on the grass, bro. Everyone, he gonna, he gonna do kill it. everyone. Well, because I, I question his alpha male all the time because he's nah, so he little. Nah, he really like that. He's tiny. He's cool off the field, but yeah. he got a crazy switch. When he go on the field, he go walking on his toes with his low keys. <laughs> he might tell, he might tell you something crazy. He hey, talk nasty nah, to you. Nah, he talk crazy. Hey, me, here's my so here's my question, bro. Like now we're in a state where everybody wants to understand what's going on with you. And doing my job, people are constantly trying to tell me that you're crazy, and I often tell them. I was like, he's smart, he understands what's going on. I said, and he knows who he wants Antonio Brown to be. So for the people that think you have lost control, what would be your message to them about you? Nah, I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, people, you know, fear what they don't understand and they try to marginalize you when they think how you're supposed to be. 
but you and I know how tough I am and what I'll do to regard to play. And only you and I know when I was a young player, high Bruce Aarons used to treat me. Mm. You and I know I was a Pro Bowl player. I was a second-year player and only started only game seven. You and I know Bruce Aarons used to say when 88 up, 84 is down. You and I know the first time I played in the NFL, I scored a touchdown, and they benched me for coming late on a bonus day for six games. You and I know Bruce Aarons used to say, oh, A.B. is not a smart player. He's not smart enough to play the X. You and I know Ben Roethlisberger had to say enough is enough with A.B. Bruce Aarons. We got to play this guy. We need him. Only you and I know that, but the public don't know that. At the end of the day, Bruce Aarons got to respect me, A.B., as a player. Like, the GOAT called me to mount in the mood of team to go get the ship. So you got to treat me with respect. But they jealous because he don't like that I'm bringing out different cars or he don't like how my play is coming out. But it's like, bro, that ain't nothing to do with me. That's God doing. So, like, treat me like a man. Don't treat me like that. In the middle of the game, how you going to tell me get the f*** out of here? Bro, you know how it is in the game where your testosterone and what you want and how you act on game day. On game day, if a coach would have told you that, how would you, what you would have did? I can't even tell you. Exactly. You probably would have slapped them. Can't even tell you. <laughs> Dang, I just, why? I could have slapped you. <laughs> because you that hard that you ain't getting used to your full potential when you know what you could do. So was it about, so was it about the hurt. injury? Yo, hey, listen, it was about the injury? Yeah, man, why I, I play football for incentives. Of course, if I can't play, man, I can't play. I got to get surgery, matter of fact, in a couple weeks. Like, them guys know my injury. It's a toy, deltoid ligament. You know what that means, right? Mm -hmm. What did that mean, RC? Because people act like they don't know what that means. That means that it's, it's only can be fixed surgically. It can only exactly. be Exactly. So, like, how, like I know I play football a little easy, and I could probably run at 17, 18 miles where it's not normal with in my ankle. But, bro, over the course of the year in the game, I can't do that. You won't heal yourself. So yeah, man, I don't have no mental health. I'm just about respect. I stand on principles. So going into that game then, did they know that? He knew that from way report. He knew that from text message I shoot, showed him. He knew that from communications to mispractice. He knew that from questionable that week. He knew that. But every time it's a problem with me, everyone I like they don't know that because of success and the specific of the flowers of Fred Teller talk about. There's no been every guy in six round history to do what I've been able to do. No other player aside the quarterback in still in history when they were to get the contracts I was able to get. And people don't like that, so they feel like I should act a certain way or I should be a certain way. I should be content with going to Oakland Raiders and making more money than I used to just, to, just for that. Nah, but I want to win. So it's like people try to marginalize my vision because they don't understand it. But it's okay to not understand something. It's okay for us to work together and win together. It don't have to be a loser and a winner. But why don't you get the respect? Like, like you just I'm said, nice. it don't say, why don't you get the respect? Because I ain't nobody done it this way. It's not understandable. And it, you know, I do get the respect. I'm the best football player there. When people talk about AB, they talk about he's the best player. That's it. And the other stuff is just what sell narratives. They made money for talking about my name. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. So what they, what they talk good. Like, you know, yeah. I fit the description. Look how I look. And, and this, this is the alternative media, bro. Like this is what this is now, how this, this started. fellowship with the boys, this like this the homies. The boys, so we're getting a little deeper than what people think on the football field. I'm sexy for the papers. I'm sexy for the headlines. You know, you can put, you know, you know, that's what they made money off. So of course they want me and RC to fight. He wanted the greatest safety in the NFL. No, don't, don't, don't do that. He played 13 plus years through and a Super Bowl champion. You know what I mean? He's just yeah. telling the truth. I'm just being factual. That's not normal for anyone in the world. So, of course, they want a, a, a safety to fight against a receiver. So, A.B., though, we're talking about the things you were able to accomplish on the field, right? And I, and I said it. I, tell, I told them, like I said, I told you before you came in what you were able to do. And I remember the first OTAs, you caught every punt 
and you scored a touchdown, you jogged back, you took the next rep. We went to the Super Bowl that year, and kickoff return that year, you caught every kickoff and ran it to the end zone. And I remember saying in OTAs, there's no way he does it for a year. Next year, you're the Pro Bowl returner. After that, obviously, AB becomes AB. Do you believe you're more famous because of what you were able to do on the field? Or it's been the, the, the phone calls with John Gruden that you leak. It's been jumping in the pool after you get out, going to New England, having the stuff in New England breakdown, getting to Tampa Bay. Dog, you hang with Kanye now. You hang with Floyd now. That you don't do football player stuff. Are you more famous for the Hall of Fame football career or for the antics off of the field? At the end of the day, they know me for work, like Freddie T say. That's what's important, you know, the connection with God, that will make me famous. And people know me for work, but you know, other people know me from being with Floyd and being with Ye, that's like cool. Not everybody could do that. So, you know, it's not about being famous. It's about being real with yourself. And it's about being connected with God. Cause you know, we all living for a purpose and we living and we all gotta die. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm famous with God cause I got that connection. And like people can know me forever, for anything they wanna believe, whatever inspired them. But as a football player in the sports history, you know, it's a lot of history for me that's been done. And it's a lot of history left for me to be done. And there's a lot of exciting stuff as well that come with that, you know. Hard worker out of Liberty City. You make it to the NFL. You fulfill your dreams as a child. You kill the league. You know, people get on certain sides where they're not necessarily rooting for you. And some people are rooting for you because you're keeping it real. You have some people that question if you, your mental capacity is intact. Where is A.B. today? Is it Antonio Brown versus A.B.? Antonio Tavares, Tavares Brown. Brown. <laughs> Some we people got the tend to say A.B. Yeah. So is a rock star. Yeah. He's a superstar. He's a rock star. Where are you at right now today? You know, life is about living. You know, creating opportunities to put yourself in good position. You know, I'm going to still get an opportunity to play once I get my ankle surgery. And, you know, I'm the president at Donda Sport. You know, it's a lot of things. You know, I'm just a... Say that again? I'm the president of Donda Sport. You know, it's a lot of opportunities. Mm, I got a uh, document with Floyd coming. So, you know, I'm just an iconical player. You know, it's never been an iconical player in football. You know, a lot of the guys, end of their career, they get cut. They don't get a lot of opportunities to transition their lives. You know, I'm just one of those Shaquille O'Neal type guys, but it so happened to be in football. What are OGs out in football who we I used to look up to? What are they doing now? They ain't got nothing now. So the players I'm seeing and studying before me, they going down when they lead the lead. I'm increasing. They decreasing. So that's the confusion. That's the illusion. Football players are supposed to die out. They're supposed to go report the news for other players. I'm just one of those players that ain't had to do that. I'm that one of those players that keep transitioning. So they keep asking me, how famous you were? It don't matter. It's a matter about work, what I do. It's not about what we say. It's not about what they write. It's about what I do. So stay tuned, that's it. How much of where you are now is about, you know, integrity? I, I saw you have business is booming on this jacket. Yeah. I saw another jacket where you said, you don't own me. Yeah. And I know you've mentioned before that you don't conform to the rules of the NFL because they try to box you in. I, I How say, much of what you believe in yeah. has to do with that? I mean, I do stand on principle first and foremost, and my integrity is important to me. 
And I wouldn't say I don't follow rules because you have to follow rules because, you know, rules are protocols that and longer the business or fulfill the business. I just say like, you know, I just was smarter to be able to create opportunities within the rule that benefit me. And a lot of guys wasn't smart enough. Like, you know, I knew Pittsburgh Steelers wasn't winning the Super Bowl because of the culture. I've been there with Ryan Clark in 2010. When I've been around Paula Malu, when we was all prayed up and it was all team winning. So I have experience. I have the knowledge personally to know what position I need to be in, what's the energy of the team to know how to win. So I was smart enough to know, okay, I know at some point I seen Big Ben in the relationship with Hans Ward, how that phased out. So I don't, I love Big Ben. Big Ben, I, I wouldn't be an opportunity I've been in without Big Ben. But at some point as a player, you have to be smart for yourself. And I got smart for myself and I said, you know what? I seen how the other older players at the Steelers went out. So how do I want to keep transitioning myself? So matter of fact, I'll tell Mr. Rooney after the season, like, man, I don't want to be here no more as a man. And he would agree, like, we'll let you go. I've been to Oakland with the big deal and was like, ah, oh, man, I'm getting paid twice as I was, but the karate, we hit the karate to win. Then I met Tom Brady and then see him see how God worked, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, That's it, something you can't plan. That's something you can't plan. But, but somebody no. would say, though, you was about to make damn near 30 million but just I'm already rich, team. though. The Steelers already right, made me right. rich. There's, I there's... had a 40 million deal in 2020, 2012. Yeah. I got 70 million in 2017. So when I said somebody else counting my pockets, I know my pockets look sexy, but I got to do his best well, for me. Your pocket look very sexy to me. I ain't going to lie. See, you see, a good looking dude. Pocket washing but, bro, dude. Your bottom and your feet were burnt up and you couldn't. Bro, just get to the first game and get that sack. Nah, but I couldn't. Get that sack, That AB. was a decision I had to make. If I wanted the sack, it was there. I didn't want that. I wanted something greater for myself. So I went to the Patriots, met with Tom Brady, and look, I became a champion. With Ryan Clark and the boys walking the rooms, I'm in those rooms. Not everybody in those rooms. So listen, what might be best for what other people think for me, that's the problem. Everyone want to be my mom and dad. Like, I'm a, I'm a dad, you know what I'm saying? I got six kids. I don't need y'all to be my dad and worry about what AB gonna do. AB did this. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Just know the work here. You, the work gonna be presented. And, and it has been presented no matter what's been done. And you good with all your, you have no regrets in anything you've ever done. Nah, man, that's a part of living. I ain't my best human. You guys ain't your best human. We all involving people until we die, we live to be better. Yeah, I ain't done some stuff that may have been right, but it may have been right in my heart at the moment. And that's what I did. And emotionally, as people, we made up physically, mentally, emotionally. Sometimes you make me, you say me, I'm gonna say you too. You say you want war, you touch me, anymore, I'm gonna you over. That's what I'm living on. Obviously we can't think like that in the real world, but I'm a player, I'm a receiver. I'm used to, but guys in front of me being aggressive, decisive. You know, that's a mentality. That ain't a mentality in the real world, but that's a mentality for me being in the game. So people gotta differentiate, hey man, AB a real person. He can make logical decisions that you may not understand. You know, you might not get it in, in this year, but two years from now, now I became a champion. You're like, oh, the money wasn't important to him. But a lot of football players can't think like that because they haven't been set up with the opportunity that I have been. So that create the conflict, that create the jealousy, that create Hans Ward telling Bruce Arians, oh, AB don't know his plays. Emmanuel Sanders rapping in the meeting. Yeah, cause we young and fly, that's what we do. We getting ready to come on the show. Yep. Why are you hating on it? What was the name? What, what was the name? Yo, the money crew, we the Bugatti boys. We ride out. Like, we got fast cars and we smoke people for touchdowns. That's our motto. That's what we live by. Like, that's what we stand on. But a lot of older guys, they wouldn't understand that because that's too much energy for them. Right. 
So they try to harness that. And that's the guys that speak on the television. Ryan does a great job. I, I have a personal relationship with him. He threw my son's birthday party at the Science Center. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Unky it, and dope. all the kids, you know what I'm saying? My mind works, but people don't think my mind works because I'm hanging with Floyd and I'm just seeing billions of dollars like every day. And then I'm saying like, all, you know. So, so AB, for, for, for you, I, I remember you coming in, right? And, and, and your childhood wasn't a childhood that said you would end up being where you are. It didn't say that AB would end up being, shoot, really this cultural icon. So tell me when that switched from you, growing up the way you did, being drafted in the sixth round. Did, didn't you show up to school with like a duffel bag? And a duffel bag only? And now being in this position where you do run in the circles you run in, what was the switch for you that told you football wasn't enough when you damn near came from nothing? Now, football is enough. I just think that a lot of stuff right now look a little shiny outside the game. Like I said, a lot of players that have been in that position were off the field, they would get hotter even a little bit because, you know, the game is about the quarterback. You know, them the guys that's getting the front lines and the real looks, you know, because I'm at this point right now, it look like it's something else. But like, yo, I'm known for football. Football, what I do good. I'm my best person when I'm on the field, working out, training, being my best self, going against guys like you. You know, dominating guys like you so they know, like, when they go home at night, that boy, that boy, you know what I'm saying, for work, I know he make it look good, but when he come on the field, you know I ain't running out of gas. Now, you grounded, yeah. You know I'm taking it to the zone every time because that's what I stand on. That's my standard, like Coach T say. The standard is the standard. That's my standard. When AB pull up to your football team, he going to have the most energy. He going to never run out of gas. You see me come out the game and tap my helmet ever before I play? Not one time. To this day? When my big toe was swollen up in 2012, who played the whole year? You. But, you always... but to this day now, with Cup, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. There's now, there's some uh, good them, players. But are you with them? There's you still with players. them. 2022, AB, you still with them boys. I'm the OG now. These the young boys. Take the game crazy as you can. We'll judge it after. I ain't got to say what I do. You, you already know do what I do. Do you still want to play? Yeah, I'm a player. I got ankle surgery in a couple weeks. Okay. I'm going to be out there to give you the word. So who, so if you had your choice of who you could play for right now, who would it be? We'll see when the quarterbacks, you know, at March free agency start, I got my surgery in a couple weeks. We're going to document the whole process with me coming back dominating. I feel like with Temple, I did good. I feel like they ain't using me to my highs and my potential. You can check my GPS numbers. They still got analytics on what I do. They still know what I do. They still can't win without me. Like, you know what I'm saying? No matter where I go, no matter where I go, where I leave, you can't win without me. The GOAT called me to move the mountain, so I must be the mountain. Mm. So tell me this. You had the stuff with Ben. You said you couldn't be where you are without Ben Roethlisberger. But obviously when you left, y'all had y'all issues. Same thing with Tom Brady. He was willing to let you live in this house. If you're going to another team, and I'm a quarterback, what tells me I can trust Antonio Brown? Because the game is about trust. The game is about relationship. Let's get this straight. Tom Brady is one of my closest friends ever, man. In my darkest times, he the guy that came to got me. He the guy that invited me over to Jeff Sober House, made a plan for me getting back in the league, made a plan for me to get back to being the champion, got my life on track to be in the position I'm in. He can't help how other people treat me. And I'm as his friend crying in the media like, bro, help me out. And he, he, he got a job to do. They didn't want me at first. He made them want me. And then when they got me, they wanted me, we won, and then they still treat me like this. You know, it was outside of his control at this point, but don't get it twisted, man. I'm forever indebted and love Tom Brady. Because what he did for me, a lot of guys would have never do. You know what I'm saying? He stood on the table for me. 
He told everybody what it was with the reality of AB. Man, this guy's for real. This guy's about business. This guy's this guy show up and be the highest professional we ever seen. And, it, and he's still on the table when everyone turned their back. And in the darkest time, you remember your friends in situations like that. So don't never get it twisted. Me and Tom Brady ain't got nothing that's negative. That's it's good all to hear. I love with Tom Brady. Like, you know, I know a little flashy in the media, but don't play with me about Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady executed my career when everyone was trying to count me out and help me become a champion. And like, that don't take for granted, you know what I'm saying, about that. You know, I wish, you know, he could have helped it, but how he gonna do something? We all work for the NFL. We all players, you know, it's not his yeah. team. I know if it's his we team, workers. shit, he'll throw me the ball every play. But do, but, you, do, you, do you think you, gonna, you can get another big deal? After all that, like you're yeah. saying, like your, your listen, overall, bro, you can't, I know you was yeah, hot about listen. your deal in Tampa now. Do you think I you can get another one? I no deal with Tampa. I'm good bro, with Tampa. You talked about Gronk money. Nah, and now I, you I ain't get Gronk money. Nah, you think listen. you'll get another big deal? Nah, listen. It ain't about a big deal. It's about respect. Look at the analytics. When I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneer team last year, who led the team? Do you know the analytics? I know RC. I do. Analytics. 100%. So, so, so let me ask the question. When he played, he I led the team it? in the test. Yeah. So when I played in the game, who led the team? Yep. You did. All right, so why are we acting like... Bro, I saw you eating the... I'm a Dolphin fan. I covered the Dolphin. Bro, you destroyed our ass. Yeah, but, you know, we could do that every week. But, but uh, is a team going to respect you as the number one option? Man, listen. I was coming off the bench being humble for 30 plays. You know what I'm saying? I was showing that I could be a humble player and not, you know, come in the game when needed and make those big plays for Temple. I was showing I could go in when Mike Evans go down and play 60 plays. I'm, I understand that I'm not the 25-year-old player that I was that they want to... Whatever my role is, I could get in there and move the chains and get to the box efficiently. I'm faster than a lot of young players. I'm smarter. I get open. That's what I do. It ain't enough for me to worry about who going to sign me and what they going to do. My job is to be ready. As long as I'm ready, it's 32 teams, 30 whatever teams, alone the other teams, somebody will give me an opportunity. I got a name I want to throw out there, though. Who that? Dak Prescott. Yeah, is that a know, guy you want to play with? Dallas Cowboys sexy, too. You know, I like them, too. We're going to have a lot of opportunities. The first order of business, get my ankle cleaned up, you know, and, and get on that uh, training regimen, get disciplined on my schedule. And you know how we go to work, man. And we go to work with an agenda, a mission, and we go to do it. We don't worry about who's going to do it. As long as we're ready, it's going to be an opportunity. If that's for 60 players, we're ready. If that's for 30 players, we're ready. Let's just win. Let's just win, man. I got a lot of stats. You know my stats. Mm -hmm. Even missing years, I'm still, you know, up there. Yeah. Who's doing what I'm doing? At an old age still, too. Are you a Hall of Famer? Come on, man. Y'all asking questions y'all should already know. I'm asking you. Do you oh. believe that? We know. Who, we, we have our own opinion. Who the most... Hey, opinion. let me ask you a question. Any six-round receiver, who got the most yards for a six-round in history ever? I don't even know who got number, the best run? You. Who got the best run for, for a six-round receiver ever? You got the best run for any receiver for ever. six years. Any. I know. I'm just hoping y'all know. I know. It's, it's strong. We know who Antonio Brown is. I think they want to know who is AB. Mm. Are we witnessing the evolution of Antonio Brown? Are you making preparation for post-career? You know, you and Yeezy, you guys have developed a relationship. I think a lot of people want to know how is that relationship mm. working with Kanye? You know, what's next for you? You know, it's a lot of questions outside of football because when they look at you as the football player, they try to put you in the box and say, you know, mentally, he ain't on his radar. But what's next for AB? Well, we see what happened next. You know, obviously, I got a lot of shiny opportunities, you know, like being with Ye 
and being the president of Donna Swartz. How did that come into play? And then tell me what's next. So I ran into Kanye in LA at Craig's and we had decided like, like, yo man, me and you like the same, we both geniuses. Like whatever you want to do, you just tell me how much you want and I'll do it. You know what I mean? Just write down bullets and boy, what you want, how much, whatever you want. And then I'm gonna do it. Cause I know you're a genius and I know you can help me creatively with uh, Donda Swartz. I'm just like, man, I already got my own money. So, you know what I mean? Just, you know, make me the president in regards of being able to help in the sports department. Obviously people see, you know, you like basketball, you like sports. If you watch this documentary and they see that you and pioneer other people like, you know, He's upon ownership and leadership and, and helping others. You know, he just got out of his contract, did a lot of smart and strategic mm -hmm. moves. Right. Obviously, you know about his creative genius from being an artist to, you know, being a culturally empire and fashion. So, you know, we came together, you know, and he gave me an opportunity to be the president of sports, you know, giving kids, players, and the future generation opportunities. So players don't run in the instance like what I have done, the instance where he have done, where record labels don't believe, people don't believe, and you gotta stand on believing in yourself, and you gotta break down these doors, you gotta still have people doubt you. So he already felt the energy that what we've been through and the mentality I had, so he gave me the opportunity, you know, to be in the sports department for Donda Sports, an elite sports club that empowered the future generation, the next superhero, you know what I mean, to help us not be in these positions with, with football players who've been great for so long, you looked up, Adam and they're iconical and they just fall at the end of their career and no one's there to bring them up or, you know, he just gave me that leeway to be able to empower the culture with influence, to, you know, help people in positions like me who don't have Tom Brady to, you know, help you when you can't get up, you know what I mean? So in regards to that, you know, that opportunity has been great for me, but it's bigger than just me and that opportunity. You know, I don't have that opportunity just for AB's sake. You know, that opportunity for the next kid, right. the next person looking for the opportunity to better their life, to be the best player. Because kids got dreams, and we're here to just provide that elite club to impact those dreams and help people to be themselves creatively. Did Ye like your music? You got a whole lot of money. I heard it, bro. I know you got a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money, a whole lot of money. No, real did, did, did Ye like nah. the music? So really, I ain't never had played Ye my music until we went to Floyd Party, DJ J. Bleem, Champ DJ actually played my song because he like it because, you know, I ain't really going to people selling them on what I do. If you don't really know, then you should find out. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going out here pushing CDs. You know, I just do this creatively because I love it and I learned to love it more since I wasn't playing. So I played a pit from the palace yeah. at a champ party and he was rocking crazy to it. He said he's going to possibly get on it. He fooled with it. Yeah, he like that. <laughs> So you have what goes on, you have what goes on in Tampa, yeah. or what went on in New York with Tampa. I ain't been and then, home yet. And then, then you was already, you was ready to drop an album. That no. seems calculated, no, listen, bro. Listen, I don't upload DSPs. Okay. I have a big deal with a distribution company called Video. They backed my record label at CAD Records. They back it with a lot of money. And when stuff happened, he dropped the music. Mm -hmm. I make the music, I give it to him. I don't even worry about the rollout. He do all the rollout. So when that thing happened at the game, I left the game, he like, yo, uh, ABM upload and everything, it'd be ready in an hour, I'll send it to you. At that point, I ain't even, I was so frustrated, I wasn't even thinking about that. But he did that because I got a deal of music. Not only I got a distribution deal with video, I got a deal with Fuego. I got a $5 million uh, deal with Fuego with music, and I got equity. Football players don't get that, mm. so that's why the jealousy come in, because they're like, ha. Mm -hmm. How is he that cool to be able to do that? 
But you know, I'm a renaissance man, you know. Right? <laughs> so on the other side, on the other oh, side yeah. of that though, That's you what? you hanging out with Kanye and you've been through a lot of adversity. Right now, it seems that Kanye is going through a ton of adversity. Obviously, yeah. things going on with his family. Yeah. And you're in the midst of that, becoming one of his closest friends. Yeah. When we all sit around, yeah. we all drop knowledge to one another. Yeah. And we all share about life. Yeah. Is there ever any times you sit with Kanye like, bro, look, I didn't been through some stuff. Yeah. Here's some advice on handling this. Do you advise him? Yeah. I never advise him because, you know, he's a creative genius. He makes his own decisions. But you know, we we had a ride to the airport. You know, caught a private jet to go to the Donda game in Chicago. You know, I always tell him, you know, family important. And you know, it's nothing like being with your family. And in the day, you know, the family is where the love at. You know, and I always let him know, and he know, he know that too. So, you know. Do you struggle with that with your kids and your life and outside of AB and? Antonio Tavares Brown, do you struggle with yeah. separating that and not being around your kids? Nah, you gotta make kids important. You know, the time with kids is the most important thing you could do. So to me, you know, being with a dad is far more important than anything. You know what I mean? So you make time for the things that are important, and your legacy is your kids and your family. So you keep that in perspective. Yeah, and you make babies. Yeah, you, you know, know how to make babies. You know you, are you nasty? Nah, I ain't that nasty. What you mean? I'm just, uh, how nasty are you? <laughs> like, are you missionary guy? Or, you know? I, I knew this was coming. I got to yeah. ask, because I, I just, I love to hear about this. Hey, I'm, yeah, I realized, hey, too, me. my dog was getting busy before the game with the Jets, too, oh, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. My dog, hey, 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 he wasn't just sleeping at curfew. Amy, it's so funny. I don't even have sex for the game, Amy, though. That was no, so, when like, the thing came out about that, everybody knows if the team is on the 14th floor, you can get a room on the 17th floor nah, listen, listen, they got security on the floor man i don't know why they do <laughs> but that. then you can go upstairs i did it ab fam, listen fam i'm ab to the team you don't think the security all these people I'm, they, they like they like watch me they watch me like extra like bro you can't do that like you know you that, can't bro. sneak up that back that back staircase <laughs> hey this is hey listen this is the nastiest human bro, I know. Bro. If there is any way to get to nah, something listen. in the in the hotel, AB, find, he gonna I'm get there, AB. I'm gonna find that woman. Game day, you never wanna bust no nut on the week of game day. On I the see, week? Uh, especially game day the, the night week? before. Yo. Come on, bro. <laughs> the whole week. Yo, that's why I got more energy than players like you. <laughs> <laughs> you I'd have never tired. caught you because I'm skeeting. <laughs> the uh, night before, SS. Yes. Hold on, hold on. You guys are football players. Give me your funniest night before the game you had sex. What happened in this game? Tell ain't me. Because I know you had the worst down. game ever. Tell me. It ain't going down. You worked so hard during the week, running these yes. plays over and over, focus so on AB, so, so why did the story come out then? A lot of white girls who like me, because you know I like the white woman, mm -hmm. they privileged. They can say whatever about me. They run with it. I just AB in the middle of game day. It's an article. They made it. Like, what? Come on, man. They writing about this, dog. And all that. They, that, that all that's bullshit. I'm asking because I did it. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't so, AB because ain't, ain't nobody want no, ain't nobody want no picture of me. He, 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 he want a dick report, huh? He want like, Okay, you want me to tell you, AB? We went to Buffalo. No, that wasn't true, though. I ain't, I, I ain't hit her that day. Oh, okay. But you hit her. <laughs> All right, tell me a story about when you had sex before a game and your game just went out the window. I ain't never had no out the window games. I was, I, I did okay. He was always. See, he was he, an average guy, nah, so he, he was always like that. Why everybody want to test my, my, test no, my no. gangster? I respect you, but I'm saying this is the type of shit that average players do. Like, I'm going to hit her after the game and get an IV, you heard? And I ain't going to even get on soft. That's the type of shit I be on. Like, after the game, I'm going to score two. I'm going to buy you a go-yard, and I ain't going to come after that. 
She like, hi. I'm like, don't even worry about it. I'm like, oh, okay. But but past you know, that, man. you like uh, I was gonna ask you like like role playing and toys. No, I don't do that. You don't do no role playing. You ain't never been a kitty cat, and the girl is an old woman in the house, and you at nah. the back door, and you scratch the door. I like to get right to business. You know, I'm sexy with it, but I ain't really. You ain't really nasty. You do a nasty guy like how oh, nasty you talking about? Oh goodness. Hey, 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 hey. I'll hey, lay hey. on the back porch, act like I'm sick. This is segment, bro. Act like I'm sick, and then they come out and be like, are you okay? And I so, come so in there. So you one of them guys who took Viagra before the game, huh? No, I ain't never take no Viagra. I, man, my I, my dick might be hard right now. My dick stay hard, ain't <laughs> Hey yo, what's up, gang? This man talking Hey, A B, A B, every now and then. Hey, every now and then. Shane gets to talking, dog. I, just, like, I like that, though. You, you getting right to the yeah. titties. But we get it. We yeah. get it. We ain't a point know that, though. talk about that. I love it. Baby. Like, you a superstar now, bro. Like, it, it, it's, yeah. it's a different life. Like, a lot of football players don't live your life. And you've yeah. explained that about the things you've been able to do outside of it, whether it's music, uh, commercials, endorsements. Now you're in the Kanye and, and, and the Floyd world. Is it a different world to a point to where you feel, feel like you've transcended football? to where you no longer mm. need football anymore. Mm. Well, I always need football, you know, because it bring out the best of yourself. There's no other game or no other work in the world where it's like me against you or me versus myself. So like football always the main thing for me because I know I still got the skills to win. It's nothing as a player when you know you could still be like successful with doing your job. A football player usually know when he can't get off the hash or he can't make that hit. Fred T, you knew when you couldn't really get up the top burst. Right. I don't really know that I can't do that. I still run 20s on the GP 21. Mm. Imagine, like, I just had knee surgery in June, getting my knee cleaned up. Like, and I'm a warrior football player. Like, I done been to the doctor and, like, got, you feel me? Like, yeah, like, I'm a really, I'm committed to the game. I done been, I done did everything with God's hey, game. Hey, like, how are people supposed to right now look at you and take this seriously like you got the hood on your head like the people who don't understand our culture and don't understand what that means don't understand what it's about fashion they'll look at you and they'll judge you nah, they'll perceive is, this, you a certain way this is about the message i cover my face because a lot of people ruin my face so sometimes they don't need to see my face this ain't about kanye this is about ab when i walk the places people want to take pictures and i don't know how to say no so sometimes I need to cover my face so I could get straight to where I gotta go. This ain't about fashion. Yeah, my fashion does have a message. This is mine. This is about ownership. This is about getting the right to write the message. I might not want to show y'all my face because it's always right up on my face. It's always the wrong sand on my face. So now I'm not bringing more attention to myself. I just don't want you to see my face right now. I know, it, I know it looks sexy to y'all, but I mean, I want to show my face. So with, with that being said, I might said, want to sign right? autograph, take a picture. I want to relax and be a normal guy. So I might want to cover my face, but I still can see. Hey, Fred, how many fingers you got up? Four. You know, when niggas get knocked out, they be like, get the salt. <laughs> hey, one time I got hit so hard. Vontaze perfect? Vontaze oh, oh. perfect? <laughs> that was hard, but it wasn't that hard. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Let's talk about that hit. Yeah, let's talk about it, dog. Let's talk about let's it. Talk about about it. Talk you know about what I'm saying? It. Let's talk about the hit. If you play in the NFL long enough, you're going to take a big hit. It's yeah. a part of the game. If you ain't getting hit hard or somebody hit you hard, then you want to play football for real. Mm -hmm. You want to play But sometimes hard. he want to talk about when I get hit. You got, how many times you got hit hard? Well, you like, ooh, he got the best of me right there. 
And a lot of times that happened to me. But yeah, it's a couple times. That's yeah. a part of the game. But I won, I won a lot of share in a couple of my time. Yeah. And I kicked a lot of ass in my time. Yeah. You ever seen the guy stop me? No, bro. You, you ever know. seen the guy stop me? But so what we what we you saying? You got any beef with Burke? Listen. You got any beef with him? Because no, that, that was a cheap shot, bro. I'm a linebacker, that's, and that's I said. Hey, that helped us win the game. You see how good of a teammate I am? I took the hit, took the knockout for the team to get close to win the playoff game. And you know what happened after the next game? The motherfuckers don't even take me to the game. But you couldn't play, though, A.B. So that don't, so because I can't play, I can't come. Let me tell you how the NFL works. Niggas be so jealous of me, right? I'm a part of the team. Like, this is, like, hold on. This is the Army, right? You done been killing with niggas all year. The moment they say, yo, yo, man, I got a concussion, I can't play, that mean I can't come to the playoff game to support the game? What type of shit is that? Do you think? Yeah, how would you feel? How would you feel? I'd have been hurt. I'd have been hurt. <laughs> they jealous, of, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that be happening, like, Oh, coach don't want AB on the sideline because the sideline gonna swing the camera in and talk about he there. Like that, I be having to deal with because these guys be that jealous and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just won the biggest game for the team, 100 yards. Took the knockout hit, yeah. Took the jokes, the memes, all the funny shit. And they wouldn't let you come to the game the next did, week. Did coach say, I, you can't go. Did any of that, because you, you was the star, you were a leader on the team. Did yeah. any of that factor into your decision? To want to get out yeah, of this, just always, you know what I'm saying. And then my last year, you know, I get the, what it was 2018, 2017. I just get 75 million. I, I think I was the cover of Matt, and in 2018, I had the first player with the face off. Nike give me a tour bus to ride around eight cities, wrapped up with my picture. So I was jealous, man. I told you in 2020 and 2012, I had a 42 million dollar deal. I'm fighting the best corner every day because. He, he, he mad because the young guy don't put to show him up. It's a young man's game. Hey, B, that's not why we were fighting you. Why y'all we was fighting? Fi we were fighting you because you believed you were the team. How am I believe I'm a team? I'm a six-round guy who you something? Was, was he wearing y'all ass out? Every f***ing day. Hey, what do you think he's that dude? Channing, in the NFL, you know he was. wearing y'all ass out. In the NFL, only guys only accept the quarterback being the guy. Yeah. They was having a, I got 75 million in 2017. Imagine the jealousy then. The jealousy in 2012 for 40 mil, bro, I'm fighting guys every day. They mad when I walk down the hill, people get louder for me than they get louder for them. So, so now they- Who was like, mad about that? Wait, wait, wait. You. I was not. You were mad. <laughs> There's no way he I'm get, mad hey, about that. You get mad. He was mad. You know, Ryan caught you signing autographs to the late. I walk up to the autograph. Yo, they're going crazy. Hundreds I'm, of people. I'm looking at him fall apart. Like, hey, no, hey, man, he signing four autographs. Yeah. No, so now I walk up, the people leave him and come to me. He like. Hey, hey, AB, let me, AB, let me flip it. Were you guys jealous of the yeah, young guy? Jealous. Hold up, did you have a target on a young guy? Absolutely not. The reason, the reason me and AB almost fought. Was because no, he no, I'm not out. talking about you and AB. Because he cussed out Can Dick LeBeau. Even when AB had the money, the year we <laughs> threw the party, AB had the deal already. The first party was thrown somewhere else. The next year, we used to watch Lil AB, and we was like, nah, we're going to make sure this party gets together. Because to me, this is a dude that's a single father taking care of his child. Right? I used to live by myself with you and the kids. And so that was what I, I was worried about. I late everywhere. They think I was crazy. Like, yo, he come late everywhere. So they had to find out, like, damn, that boy really raised his kid. Nobody right, ain't know. Right. Fred. You see what I'm saying? But Ryan Clark was mad at me. That's why he was mad. Because when the young <laughs> Tell it all, baby. When the, he the leader. When the young player getting money and, 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 and successful on the team, 
it come to Ryan Clark. Clark, calm that guy down. He's the calmer. He's the headache guy. When our team looking soft, they look for him. It's the vet card. No, no, they try me, to pull the vet card. Let me tell you what happened with Ryan Clark. I get the $42 million deal, right, the first day I practice. We in one-on-one lines. You know, the NFL, one-on-one lines is the, it's the most competitive thing because, look, it's me versus you and the whole freaking stands watching. And you know me, I'm going deep every time. <laughs> All of them know that. Hey, this is the first day of practice after I get $42 million. Same day. It's the same day. The same day I just got paid. So you know when these guys come to play, it's practice. They come to play against me. Let me tell you how we go one-on-one -on -one line. The dude slapped me in the head. I'm trying to give him relief. He don't even go to touch me. He slapped me in the head. So I'm like, hey, you know Big Ben. Big Ben throw the ball in the ground. So it looked like he just got the best of me. So I said, all right, we go again. Slap his ass in the head, run the route, catch the ball. Don't ever do that shit again or I'm going to you over, right? <laughs> so now the coach said, oh, he can't do that to him. I'm like, coach, I like you, respect me, but I'll you over too. <laughs> so I told him, so when I tell him that, this man on the other side of the field, he ain't even on this online. He over there with his safety. This is all DB. He's the guy running the team. Man, I knew when he got the money, he was going to change. Man, this <laughs> guy, man, I told y'all y'all shouldn't have paid him. <laughs> so I'm not like, you too, I'm gonna fuck you over. So now I'm ready to fuck all of them over. That's what's going on. Right. So now I gotta do this the whole year. We trash. We don't even make the playoffs. Because these guys was mad, I get money. And they these guys older. They coming on the they, they on the brink world. They ain't getting paid as much. They ain't getting appreciated as much. They wanna fuck me over. Hey guys, I'm gonna tell you this. Hey, from hey, bro, from, you from, you from me. From me, Antonio Brown is full of shit. Right? That wasn't true? So, so what, nobody, what nobody cared about the money. Nobody what did cared. you say with Nobody the incident? Nobody cared about How the money. How did you come into the incident? So remember, remember, I told you, I said at the beginning of the show, when Mike Tomlin told me he would get the deal. No, what Mike... did you say when this, the fight happened? Over there, when you was way over there. I told you that I was finna f*** you up. No, you said, I knew when y'all paid him, he was gonna change. And I was right. But why would you say that? You don't even know what's going on. Because, it be, it be, it's, not a, it's not about him slapping you first. When you have Dick LeBeau, who is 75 years old, who He's is this? He's an ex-NFL player who's a Hall of Famer, defensive back. Right. So He's watching him. the drill. He's fired up. So, Antonio, tell me this. How can Troy respect him, but you don't have to? I respect him. I'm just telling him in the drill. I will him over right now in the drill. <laughs> but that's not your place. And it was my place. If saying? you said that, well, I had to check it. See what I'm saying in the field? Now I'm ready to him over in the field. I him over right now. Yeah. Because he couldn't tell me what I could do to talk to who. That I talk to whoever I want. Time, if you want to do it, I'm, I'm, I'm whooping your ass. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm playing catch up. So he told Dick LeBeau. I yes. No. Let me tell you the play. Hold Dick up. LeBeau. You bro. ain't listening. You ain't listening. That is no, not I'm fun. Listening. Listen. I'm All right, friend. Listen. I go to run a route. It's the day I get paid the forty-two million. The first route, the guy slapped me in the head legally. You can't do that, dog. I just right. told you how you came to practice right. with 42 mil. The first rep, the nigga slapped me in the head like, bro, you can't do that in the right. middle of the rep. So I gave him that. I come back, slap his ass back, run around, win. So I'm hot now, like, you already played me. I'm playing you back. So now the coach, like, he getting fired up. He's an ex-defensive back coach. I didn't disrespect him as an older. I respect my olders. Right. We in the football field. This is an ex-defensive back Hall of Fame guy. I love Dick LeBeau. Right. Dick LeBeau sing the team Christmas carols. Right. I love Dick LeBeau. I sing right. with him. Right, right. We cut the lights off every Christmas. This is tradition for the Steelers. Right. But in the football field, in the drill, I'm like, coach, you seen him slap me the first one. 
So now when I slap him back and run around on him and everyone clapping, you know what? He goes, he slapped me in the head. I just got 42 million. 42 million is not supposed to factor until you get slapped on no, 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 no. supposed to do that, game. RC, minus the money. You ain't supposed to. If you Yo, slap me in my head, I'm going to slap you right. back in your head. The problem for me was this, though. I heard 42 million. But right, that, so that, when I'm when I'm already no, when see, I'm already thinking see, that's the jealousy of the team, that's the jealousy of the player. I don't, I don't. When think... a young guy get paid the most on the team out of every player, and he's a third year player, he ain't even look, only played two years. That's never been done in history. You know that? Right. No one ever done that. It's still is history. So these guys are mad, yo. The guy slapped me. I slap him back. The coach come arguing with me that what I could do. You coach, you ain't my coach at this point. Yeah, hey, that's how I feel. So, so I'm like what? This is now he come. Look, the bag on the team. Look, they, I got this over here controlled. This already over. He got one. I got one. That's it. Let's get back to business. He f***ing ignited. Right. Since you gave this guy this money, bro, now we have it. It ain't me just having a fight. Larry Foote having a fight. Larry Foote's the most spiritual guy on the squad. Right. He's telling, <laughs> yeah. he's telling Willie Colon. Yeah, I remember, fully bro, you can't, you never f***ing stay healthy. We got a linebacker telling the old line, he never f***ing stay healthy. He a fast slaw. Like, yo, he got... <laughs> It went, my bad. Line. It, went, it went bad. Bro, it went me bad. and Mike Taylor blows. You feel me? I'm almost killing this guy here. <laughs> I almost caught him the song. Y'all had both sides going It was a bad day, man. Bro, now, now he, he done started a war. Now, later on that year, I fight Ike <laughs> on family day. The whole, hey, this man family here. Niggas bleeding everything. Don't take me back to Lily City, man. I'm, the, I'm familiar <laughs> with beating people's ass, bro. Like... <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, you put your hand on my tray for my food, I'm gonna whoop your ass, like, right there, dog. Like, do you think the <laughs> things that happened in Pittsburgh in your earlier years sort of manifested? Ryan Clark just told into you. Into what's going on Ryan now? Ryan Clark just told you. I caught the punt and ran full speed to the touchdown. That's, that's every the, day. That's a fact. Routinely, every year. That's a fact. My fucking knees just pay for this type of shit. I did this consistently every day. Yeah. You know I know you. Nah, but people don't understand the work that's that people used to see me. I know that. Hard, that's that's why I say I want to give that. you your flowers. Because I've yeah. seen that. I appreciate you acknowledging outside of, you know, regular media pl platforms, you know, the relationship between you and Ryan. You know, I appreciate that. And, we you know, we love that here on our platform. This is the first time people heard it. Yeah. Right? Because they try to bring friction and bring you guys between each see, other. There's three sides of the story. His story, my story, and truth. And what and you people believe. people only see the right. reaction. They don't know what the coach said to me. They don't know about the history of the coach continuing every year. Disrespect from Coach Boutin. You was there for something. One time the guy was like, man, A.B., you like a roach. I'm like, what the f*** this nigga called me a roach? I got to, like, take humor and the disrespect. Like, yo, this just called me a roach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see here. So when you look at it now, A.B., when you think about everything you've been through, you're a Hall of Fame player, you're now entering a life after football that not many football players can enter into it. When people look back on who you are, who do you think they'll see, and who are you truly? Well, it's not about who people think I am, you know. People don't remember who you really were. People remember how you made them feel, you know, how you inspired them, how you helped them, how you encouraged them. You know, when you die, they ain't gonna talk about who you was. They're gonna talk about how you made people feel. And me as the president, you know, that's my job to empower the future, make people feel better. 
You know, a lot of people are going to look at everything I'm doing in the midst of it, but you can't really judge a book till it's, you know, it's already, till it's full. So a lot of people will understand between this chapter, this chapter, of what went on. But ultimately, when the story's done and then put together, people will see the truth of a beautiful picture. Perfect world. Where is AB five years from now? Where is AB 10 years from now? I'm from the pit, not the palace. Where at though? What you doing? Five years you playing ball, five years you rapping, five years you singing, five years you you owning, you know, Burger Kings. Let's see. What you gonna do? What's the plan though, bro? If you the plan, the plan if you be, fail the plan, you plan to fail. The plan to be the plan is to get back to the game, but get back to the game in a position that no one ever been. Maybe, maybe Jerry Jones think it looks sexy that I'm putting out all this motivation and all this hard work and encouragement. Maybe he wanna harness some of that energy. You know what I mean? Obviously, you see players like Kevin Durant right now, active player who doing some exceptional things in the tech world. But it's never been a, a, a football player. You see some things LeBron James have done with his squad and, and motivating players and people to do. You know, I mean, I mean I'm doing the same thing. You know what I mean? And, and it's never been done from a football player standpoint. I don't know what Jerry Rice had. They, you know, Chris Carter got kicked off the network. Shout out to Ocho Cinco, the most, one of the most marketing genius impactful cultural dude here from Miami, Florida as well. That's my boy. He showed me the game since a young player. So shout out to Ocho. We're going to smoke cigars soon. But uh, yeah, man, I'm just an iconical player that I've been able to, you know, Ocho was one of those type of examples that entertainment the game, but then they, they, they sunk him deep, you know what I mean? And took it all away from him. And it wasn't no, you know, he wasn't skillful at a point where Tom Brady could come rise him back up. You but know you what know I'm saying? You know what he said? He got from the pit to the palace. That's where that we from, man. Pits on the top. AB, the way I see it, bro, and I'm going to wrap this up, I like the fact that, you know, you're always trying to influence and encourage your people, much like Yeezy. I think he always preaching ownership and doing better for yourself. You know, him uh, taking the STEM player and selling his album and really just trying to give, you know, the game to the people that's coming after him and you trying to give the game to the players that's coming after you. You know, you don't own me, that mindset. Has that been your biggest pivot? Well, the next one, man, I, I still haven't seen my best day yet. You know, it's always good to look forward to the next opportunity, but you know, it's about empowerment. You know how it is as a football player, you get your agent, you just trust your agent gonna get you the place to stay. You trust your agent gonna read that contract and get you the right deal. And the whole time your agent is taking from yourself off the field, taking from you off the, on the field and not letting you have the creative rights to, you know, be creative as you can and make as much as you can. So what you've been able to do and I'm able to do now is able to give us the power and the ownership and the integrity to stand on stuff that's uncomfortable. Stand on being the eyeball, you know, stand on being the missionary man. I can't be good at certain things or several things, but this is the main thing. And, you know, make the uncomfortable comfortable. Yeah, so the big thing is, dog, I just want to end with this on something, I guess, a little happier. We've seen you with a happy dad hat. Obviously, they uh, yeah. they want our sponsor. Happy dad, call me. I see. I know y'all post me on your story. Let's get this clear when you're doing business. If you pay me for the club, dog, I, I get the money. I'm coming to the club. That don't mean post me on your page, dog. <laughs> Got you, dog. Happy dad, call me. We get the deal done. Lock it I, in. I love it. Hey, man, I just want to say this, bro. Tell I've been waiting. Booming. I've been waiting booming. for a long time, man, to talk to you. I appreciate it. I texted you when... Everything first went down. Yeah, I, I apologize. People don't know that. I got that message. Yeah, I apologize to you because I thought I thought we could have a conversation. I've seen you do a lot of things since the season ended. I think this is the most open you've been, the most vulnerable man and transparent. And this is what like this space is for, for people to be able to get out 
and do what you just did, man. So we are ultimately grateful. I'm glad we finally got to talk. And, uh, man, business is booming. Business is booming. Love you guys, man. Hold up. Limitless. Take a simic guy pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, get me up. On the mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On this bitch, you not to trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a simic guy pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant.